This is Al Profit. And this is Night Train 357. This is Mila underscore EFF. And we are Trolling, Trolling for Friends. Friends. Episode 6. Sace? 6. Sace? Yeah. Si. Sace. Si, senor. senor. Episode 6. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, how was your week? Uh, well, first of all, we are where the online rage goes uh, offline. Happens offline? Off happens offline. Something, 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 something like tagline. My week was great. Bueno. Oh. Bueno, senor. My week was... Oh, okay. Como estas? But no, no, no. Uh, I had a good weekend. Good weekend. I had a better weekend than I had a, a week. Uh, I don't even know what happened this week. I just worked a, a shit ton. Okay. Uh, but we rocked out at the Rock and Roll Hotel. I, I, I see. I, I couldn't make it that night. I, oh, it's okay. You know, our Friday night lights. You know what's great about it? This is this is some person. This is like some some I don't know secret information. I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to call it secret information. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, it's not as you know. It's not easy putting together a show. Oh, you already know. And they gave us like no time to put together the show, and we had a pretty good turnout. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. And I think what's great is that a lot of the other acts really pulled their weight. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 1-800-RACHADA, uh, Allison Belong was amazing. And I've got this Anita Baker uh, s- song stuck in my head that she covered. Uh-huh. Oh, Allison. Her, yeah, Allison. Okay. Allison, yeah. She was great. Um, She's dope. Hmm? She's dope. New Choice was dope. New Choice. New Choice brought a bunch of hand dancers with him. So, you know, you know how I feel about it. It's swing dance, not 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 interpretive dance. You know what hand dancing is? No, I need an example. Show. It's like Chicago yeah. swing. It's like the hustle. You wanna you wanna you wanna you wanna feel, you wanna no, grab my I'm hand? I'm gonna do it. You wanna grab my hand? We can. It's do, like the do hustle. a dip and a tour. Oh, and they're moving their feet up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. what that is. Yeah, like swing, it's swing dance. Much like right. the hustle, right. big band okay. stuff. And then and so they were dancing to everybody's set. I ain't never seen nobody. It's big down. Dance, swing dance, and like salsa dancing to like my songs, my rap songs, which was crazy. That's lit. And uh, and Ethan was there. Ethan Spaulding was there. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. We're good. Trap rap. So what about you, sir? Uh, we're gonna go to Jamila. Jamila, how was your weekend? Oh yeah. Week. I welcome had... back. Welcome back, by the way. I'm back. Thank you. I had a very very busy week at work. Um, tomorrow starts another busy work week. But yesterday, we had a family day at Butler's Orchard in Orchard in Germantown, and it was it was a pretty pretty good day. I saw you on Facebook and IG. Yeah, yeah, on Instagram. <clears throat> they had um, apple picking, pumpkin picking, hay rides, face painting, uh, trampolines for the kids, giant slides, corn maze. It was cool. It was fun. I had a good time. Adult team. Oh yeah, I was yeah. Adulting. Yeah, I was adulting. Yes. I was like, go on and play on the trampoline. We're gonna wait right here. Y'all done? All right, let's go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Ugh, uh, my weekend quickly. I, I, it was a lot of bullshit, but I'm not even gonna talk about my week. To be honest with you. Right. I well, like- I heard some of it off camera. It sounded uh. Interesting. I, I, I if I go into it, it'll be crazy. One of one of the things is. I ran. I, I, I've been trolling this guy, right? Uh-huh. Um, his name is Joe Collins. Okay. Right? He's running for uh, Auntie Maxine's uh, seat in South Central LA. Another Shout Democrat running? We love you. Another Democrat running? No, he's a black Republican. <clears throat> what? Like the the five in existence? Yeah. Like Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, my man, um, my man is a black Republican, man. I mean, and I've been trolling him for a while. You got notes? Yeah, I'm, let me get to my notes. Oh. Let me open up my notes. Wait, wait. Yeah, I got you. We got the functions in the joint right there. You do too. You know the you functions? Just, I don't know the functions. You just hold the control button and hit right. Know the functions. <laughs> F1, F2, F3. All right, all right whatever. Go, go. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, this guy's uh, trying to take uh, Auntie Maxine's spot. Uh, and I've been trolling him, you know, saying sly shit to him. He came across my desk as a fraud. Right? And Wait, how did you meet this guy? I, I don't know him. He, somebody stepped to me. Somebody, somebody put a bug in my hand. Was like, yo, this dude right here is a fraud. Um, you need to check him out. And I and I went and I went on his page. I checked him out. And um, I mean, he just looks like a puppet for Trump right now. Okay. Okay. Another black puppet. Nothing new. Nothing new. Got a and big gaping spot where his butthole would be. And it's crazy. Shove a hand up. Trump's hand. I'm not going to get into his details, um, because he's gonna come on the show. I trolled him so much that he hit me in my DM and was like, "Yo, if you you've been trolling me so much, why don't you invite me on the show?" And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, that's literally where the on online rage goes offline. Thank you, Joe Collins. That's what we do. I give a shout out. Okay, okay, mad respect to Joe. Joe Collins. Um, Thank you for your service. He looked like a U.S. Navy. So, Bree, uh, okay. have you sent him the email to confirm time, date, and all that? So, I will be sending it tonight, and hopefully, we will be seeing him on the next show. Yes. Woo woo. He's coming to town. You'll see he'll be here next week. How old is he? He looks 14. Yeah, look at him, man. Well, I mean, not having facial hair does that. He's I didn't young. Know, yeah. He's very young. To, to run for Congress, you got to be 25 or older. So I want to say he's like 28. I mean, you know, if he believes what he believes, I can't wait to have a discussion with him. Yeah. Or at least mediate the discussion you're going to have with him. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to the next subject. Before we do, I want to tell you, read off just one thing about Joe Collins. Meet Joe Collins. This is on his uh, www.joecollinsforcongress uh, page. Is it like Meet Joe Dirt? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's fully financed. This is what my people are telling me. He's fully financed by okay. Donald Trump. So let's go. All right. Meet Joe Collins. Joe Collins is from South Central LA. He grew up on 104th in Normandy and knows the district all too well. Mm-hmm. Extreme amounts of homelessness, crime, and lack of quality of education and high gang activity is what brought him to who he is. Okay, well, okay. He sounds like he has a good heart. He sounds like he's in it to win. It's right. always that. That's always, that's always how it sounds. All right. So when, when, when he gets here, we'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows? I want to learn something. Hmm? So let's see what Joe's talking about. Yeah, he got to come with a lot. Hey, take Joe. Our, uh, Auntie Maxine's spot. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming right. my time. So, yes, so, so a couple of the topics time. that are going on. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, impeachment. We've okay. got an impeachment update. Uh, right. We're going to box in. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. And I remember I talked to you the other day. I was like, I don't want, to, you know, I don't want this to be the Trump show. But right. we got it's a big issue. We got to talk about it. Right. Um, we also got uh, we got a little text message mention. We got to discuss. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that. We had some people pass away. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, big right, one. yeah, a couple big ones. Really. Some we got rest in peace to some strong black people that come from our community and the entertainment world. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and speaking of. Um, Damn, that 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 we gotta bring that up, and then uh, we gotta jump into this uh, this white lady tear issue. Oh yeah, conviction for Amber Guy. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and speaking of white lady tears, uh, speaking of white women, Stacey Dash. Oh yeah, we had Stacey Dash. <laughs> get into that. Oh yes, like, I can't wait to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one other thing I want to talk about in the outro for the nerd news is, um, you know, I did go see Joker. Mm. So I have a spoiler-free review first, at the end. You're one of those first who go out to the first movie. I am actually not, but I will bring that up. I will, we will bring it up in that segment. But there is a reason why I am not, and there's but there's a reason why I go so fast. So let's talk. Okay. All right. All right. So um, we want to um, uh, give a, a, a recap on impeachment, right? Do we really need a recap on re-impeachment? <laughs> I mean, some shit. I mean, we really don't actually, do we? No, not really. I mean, yeah, we all know whistleblower Donald. No, here we go. Insert. Donald Trump did something dumb. Now they want to. We got a new whistleblower. Yeah. And Ukraine. we got some more text from um, uh, Volker. From he, Volker. He's the yeah. He's the he's the Ukrainian ambassador from the United States to Ukraine. Yeah. And he was texting back and forth to people in the Trump administration. And they call it the uh, the smoking tax. So some shit happened since right. then, okay. since, since this last this last episode. Okay. That uh that ramps that amps the drama up. I wouldn't be surprised if by the time this episode launches, there'll be like a tweet storm again. Have you been noticing how unhinged he's been lately? I uh, mean, more than usual. I mean, on, on a low. Any worse? Did you see the unhingement with him and Mitt Romney? No, no, I didn't. What happened? What happened? I saw Mitt. Um, let me just text Mitt on Friday. So Mitt. Oh wait, man. Wait, man. I need my laptop, man. You gotta use your, both your fingers. I know, that's you, what I was you doing. You gotta move it up and down. I have the same function on my laptop. Well, then why don't you feel it? The I had the way? same function <laughs> on my laptop. Why don't you feel laptop? it? What's going Bruh, on? Bruh, I have. Take the your same, two fingers and just rub the top. I have the same. Rub the top. Function. Rub the top. Okay. Okay. There we go. So, Mitt on Friday, on Friday, Mitt, Mitt came, um, stepped to Trump with a little uh, tweet. Right. And the tweet was. For a reminder for everybody, Mitt Romney is the guy who lost. The uh, against Barack Obama, the set first time, around? no, the second time. Shout out to Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, they just celebrated their 27th Congratulations. anniversary. Yeah, first person to shout them out was Joe Biden. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh on Friday, uh, at 12 p.m., Mitt uh, decided to uh, take a shot at Trump. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, since that's the battleground of the new wave era, right? Okay. And Mitt goes, uh, when the only American citizen president, Trump singles out. For China's China's investigation of the political opponent in the midst of a Democratic nomination process, it strains credibility to suggest that it is anything other than politically motivated. By all appearances, the president's brazen and unprecedented appeal to China and to Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden is wrong and appalling. And then Trump's reply. Somebody please wake up Mitt Romney and tell him that my conversation with the Ukrainian president was a congenial and very appropriate one. And my statement on China pertain to corruption, not politics. If Mitt Romney worked this hard on Obama, he would have won. Sadly, he choked. Pause. 
<laughs> and actually, this is actually Trump saying, he kind of followed up by saying this. Mitt Romney never knew how to win. He is a pompous ass who has been fighting me from the beginning, except, except when he begged me for an endorsement for the Senate run. I, I gave get. it to him. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard this? There's this... So Please here's the nerd. Oh, it's a little bit more finished there, right? Here's the nerd part of it. I gave it to him. <laughs> he gave it to him. Pause, first Pause. off. And when he begged me to so secret to be Secretary of State, I, I didn't give it, it to him. <laughs> so have you guys He's seen, so bad for the R's. Have you got like follow, it's a gay? Go on Twitter and follow President Supervillain. President Supervillain takes uh, old comic strips done by Jack Kirby of the Red Skull from Captain America. Uh-huh. And he and they reinsert Trump's tweets into the talk bubble, uh-huh. so you can hear what Red Skull would say when Donald Trump talks. I'm sure they they lit, lit his ass up on it. <laughs> this guy, man, is hilarious, man. So you know, um, so what so text messages between Volker? Yeah, did you read those? I absolutely did read those. I had them in notes and everything, but. You shot me down, so I didn't really. Um, <laughs> That's our producer. I didn't really. I didn't really. Um, we really didn't get into the. Rest I really of didn't it put it in my real notes. Okay. That's we, fine. If you want, we can talk about it. No, I just saw the mention right there. I so basically, this is what happened, right? Volker was the Ukrainian uh, um, uh, emissary, or uh, um, he was actually the emissary to the ambassador of, of Ukraine for the United States. I don't know why we needed an emissary since we already had an ambassador. But this is the reason why is because the ambassador wasn't following through with Trump's, um, you know, Trump sent uh, uh, Giuliani over there to right, blah, right, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. I mean, you say we don't know why we need uh, an emissary if we have an ambassador. I don't know why we need Diet Coke if we have Coke Zero. Right. It's like this. So they the use, use, use the emissary to tell the ambassador what to do because the ambassador wasn't doing what Trump wanted them to do. If I have a manager, why do I need an assistant manager? So, but the emissary was pretty much feeling the same kind of way. And he kind of like, when they were trying to get him to like meet set up a meeting with the president of Ukraine, right? Zelensky to for Trump. Um, it was with conditions, like they said, in the whistleblower. It was, you can have a meeting with me and we can talk about getting this money for them fucking missiles, but, but you gotta find some good old girl body. So the so the the uh, Volker <laughs> sent text to 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 um, Trump's people and was like, "Yo, bro, basically I can't do this shit. This is ridiculous. We can't be trading uh, um, this for that. That's quid pro quo, basically." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy did, um, did he did, did he did he when he when he sent the message was it all in emojis? What kind of, what I, kind of emojis would it? be? I don't know. I'm not. I don't have the notes right now. But basically, I'm just paraphrasing right now. So the guy what? sent it back. What kind of emoji? Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the one, that's the one he sends to. That's the one Donald Trump sends to uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Why do you keep sending me eggplant, Donald? Oh, Why do you keep- so, so so basically, quickly before we go to commercial, basically they, when he sent the text back, the guy uh, responded and said, "Listen, this is not a quick pro pro. Let's take this information off this conversation offline. Call me." 
So he, he, those are the smoking texts that everyone's talking. So about. he's like saying, "Oh, it's not a quid pro quo." He's literally sending a text message. It's like, "This is not a quid pro quo." Yeah, that, this is not a quid pro quo. I'm not racist, but call me though. Let's take this offline. Call me. Bro. I didn't eat the last Dorito like in the bag. Can't be texting but, each other like this. If I did eat the last burrito, you know what? Let's just talk about this some other time. Mm. All right. So listen, okay. we going we got a new sponsor this week. Um, we gonna go to uh, uh, Grizzy Clothing. Shout out to Grizzy Clothing um, and their uh, dedication to greatness. Grizzy. My definition of hustle. If you put me anywhere on God's green earth, I will triple my work. My name is Al Prentice David Emery Davis. I'm an entrepreneur and a social activist. And I'm always on my green they never around when the beef cooks in my part of town. It's similar to Vietnam. Now we all grown up and old and be on the cops control. They better have the right gear ready. Trying to back me and get rocked. And we are mad. Shout out to Grizzly Clothing. Okay, so this is a big one. We had we had some um some people pass away. R.I.P. to my man Lennox. All right. Blah, blah, blah. If everybody remembers him, where's my notes at? We go right, we go right there. If you remember, um, uh, Belly, remember the Jamaican man in Belly? Yeah, man. My man, my man Louis Rankin. All right. He was also in Shatas. All right. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember my man? My man shot my man Louis Rankin, aka Lennox, aka Ox from Belly, who's the meanest blood clad Jamaican in the United States of America. Blah! Rest in peace to my man. We ain't gonna go too far with him. Grammy Award winner. Uh, yeah, man. Absolutely, man. I mean, you know, he, he, he you know, he was a he was a legend in the urban community. We're going to call him an urban legend. But yeah. We're going to step on to another legend that was an African-American icon, African-American legend in our total community. Diane Carroll, rest in peace. She passed away on the 4th a couple of days ago. You know, um, Diane Carroll was very important to this culture. Diane Carroll uh, was the first uh, African-American female to have a lead role on a major network television show in 1968. So, so let's talk about the cultural significance of that. What, what, what did she bring to the table? I mean, you know, she brought dignity to the table. Mm-hmm. Right. So before that, um, African Americans were traditionally in roles that were subservient. That were, right, right, right. You know, butlers, pimps, prostitutes, things of that nature. In the television world, right? In the t- in the television world right, and in because, the movie world. Well, because he had Sidney Poitier. Well, who came first, her or Sidney Poitier? Uh, they came around the same time. Okay. They came around the same time. But yeah, she's still a black woman. Right. She in, in a major role. Yeah, because it's not like Mammy from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, she's from New York City. She's from the Bronx. Let's right. keep it real. She's from the BX. Um, 
She actually uh, went to high school and was a classmate of Billy D. Williams. Oh, cool. So, like, they went to a, a musical and art high school in New York City. How long did she, how, how old was she when she, when she passed away? 80, when she died? 84 years old. Wow. She, That's a good life. Yeah. I, mean, I still don't want to be going at 84 if I can, I'm still kicking. She's been in the game since she was 15. She started modeling for Ebony and Jack when she was 15 years old. Right. What was, what, how did she pass away? She battled with cancer for a long time. Ouch. For a long time. Mm. Um, she was a, uh, she went, she was, she majored in sociology at NYU. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about somebody, in the, in, a black person in the 60s, right? Um, so a lot of her roles she took had sociology kind of in the background of it. Like, one of the, the major roles she had in, um, on a sitcom television was Julia. It was a, it was a, it wasn't a sitcom, I'm sorry, it was a uh, television show that came on, on, um, uh, on uh, 9 o'clock, which is, which is primetime television on a major network. Right. And she was a single black woman with a child, and she had a profession, she was a nurse. It was 1960, 1970, right? 1967. So here's, here's the funny thing about that. It's like, you know, have you been to the African American History Museum? Yes, I, I am an ambassador. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. You and your wife are an ambassador, right. And I think I talked about this before, but it's like, things really suck until we, <laughs> at least it looks terrible in the museum until you get to like the 1960s <laughs> and 1970s, you got the Jackson 5 yeah, and you got, yeah. I'm sure she's there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's there. She's there. Yeah. Um, she, she, one of the biggest things uh, that she did in, in her life is um, she, she played uh, in a movie uh, called uh, Claudine. Right. Anybody remember Claudine? I know you guys don't. Oh, no, 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 yeah. So, so <laughs> school me, school me, come on. So, Claudine, no Claudine came out in 74. Mm -hmm. It was a, um, um, a romantic comedy slash drama that starred her and, um, and James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones was a, a garbage man, and mm -hmm. she worked for what traditionally black women did back then was a domesticated worker in uh, white neighborhoods. And he met her on his route. But she had six kids and she was on welfare. So it was significant in the about- show. Huh? In the show. In the movie. In the movie, yeah. What was significant about it was that she, um, she was, uh, at, that, at that time, you know, America was, you know, talking about how black people were welfare queens taking, right. you know, money from the system, right. things of that nature. Right. So she brought a human face to that. You know? Right, right, right. Um, you know, it's important in media, too, because mm -hmm. in media, you know, you have to, like, you have to have those kind of, rep you have to have that representation mm -hmm. so that people don't, we're ignorant. We are. We are ignorant. It's not just a black and white thing. It's any race. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, if you do, like, you know, when I was a kid, you would have never thought that uh, uh, Speedy Gonzalez <laughs> right, right, was racist. Was racist. <laughs> Under the, under the Eva, Eva, Eva. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so that's really important. Racist. Well, well, rest in peace. God bless, man. I really, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, and, 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 and one of the roles that really stuck out, I, I want to move to the next subject, but one of the roles that really stuck out was when she was played Dominique Devereaux on, um, on Dynasty. Dominique Devereaux on Dynasty? Yeah, man. Dang. Dynasty was a was a soap opera in the eighties. Sam, I know Dynasty. That had uh, Elizabeth Taylor. It was it was crazy. You know what's crazy? Yeah. That that's the post that a lot of those pictures that I see yeah. online of her when she, you know after she died are of her role in Dynasty. Yeah, shoulder pads and all. 
because she was the first, she portrayed the first black bitch on television. Remember, traditionally, black women were subservient, they had those subservient roles. Mm -hmm. She was the first one smacking white people. At, you know. An icon. Wait, yeah. wait, is this, is it now, now, now in terms of the black bee, this is before, uh, this is before Fo um, Foxy Brown. Um, What's her name? Pam Greer. Pam Greer. Yeah, this was before Pam Greer. Pam Greer. Yeah. This was this was before she she was she got her rise before Pam Greer. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. And Pam Greer was in a seventies exploitation film. She mm -hmm. got her, her her big in the in the sixties. Wow. This great man. And great. And, and Pam Greer Jeez, was boy. a heroine, which she was she was fighting, and it was like black exploitation was a big budget. She was in actual big budget films, Hollywood films. Right. You know what I mean? Um. But that's it. Rest in peace to 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 our black icon, uh, Diane Carroll. Man. And my man Fred Sanford used to love Diane Carroll. Y'all remember Fred Sanford? He used to be like, yo. We also Carroll. need to keep in Rest mind in that. Rest in peace to Botham Jean, who died at the hands of Amber Geiger. Let's talk about that. But before before, <laughs> before we talk about we talk that, about before that. we talk about that, because I really want to get into that, I also want to mention to everybody it is, you know what month it is? It's October. Breast Cancer Awareness. Yes, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So if you get can, checked. to all everybody who is listening, if you can, because she did, um, you know, she was diagnosed with breast cancer in like 1997. Yeah. So we want to make sure that, you know, if you can donate mm -hmm. for breast cancer awareness, please do. That's all. Okay. Gotcha. Let's keep going. Producer is steaming in the corner. Yeah, she's steaming. She's steaming in the corner. But I had to say that. Steaming. Yeah. All let's right, get let's on talk to about Amber. Amber. Let's get on to Amber Geiger. Uh huh. Geiger. Geiger. That's her name? MacGyver. Is she MacGyver? It's Amber Geiger. Yeah. All right, whatever. Whatever her name Geiger is. Meter. The uh, murderer. <laughs> so, so tell me what, how you really feel. I feel like she did not give a fuck that she shot that black man in his home while he was eating ice cream. And then I understand the whole forgiveness and Christianity and so on and blah, blah, blah. There's no reason to be hugging your brother's murderer in court. It's just not the time. Why? I don't care. I don't, I'm not the bigger person. It's called post-traumatic slave syndrome. Exactly. So I'm going to disagree. Okay. You think I'm she should No, no, no. I'm going to disagree. I, do I? The problem is, and this goes back to actually to um, mm -hmm. to uh, to, to uh, Diane Carroll. Okay. You know, she was the first black bitch. She was the first person to be like, you know, no, enough is enough, I done had it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, there's a negative connotation to that, because as being African-American, you are always seen as the aggressive one. You're always seen as the, 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 the badass. You know, we're the Luke Cages. We're the ones who are, you know, always the, the, the big black guy in the movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that flips the script and becomes a shock to people. Now, you can look at... I, I don't do. think it did anything. <laughs> no, like because I, they're not gonna change because I feel like it just shows them like, oh great, we still have them. Like they forgive it, and then they'll do the next thing. Why? But, uh, why is black people always so quick to forget? Right. Well, this is my thing. I feel like he he could forgive her, but why go with the hug and 
Then the dad is like, I want to be your friend. It's like, just stop. We forgive His you. Face looks we're lazy Christian. To me, man. We, you know, we forgive you and we're letting it go. But then why do you have to get up and do this pitiful, dramatic hug? Could I? And then it's like, why? Because could I just hug her. I'm going to play devil's advocate on this. I'm going to play devil's advocate on this because I'm just saying this. You think of it this way. Maybe this is his way to compensate personally with the anger that he is having right now. Now, there are a lot of different ways that we deal with grief. There are a lot of different ways that we are frustrated. And God forbid something happened where he decides to take it out on somebody else because the cycle continues. You may not agree with his approach, but it is his approach. Right. And that, that I have to respect. I would not do the same thing. Okay, but there is a there like how an 18-year-old man, young man, handles the murder of a loved one. Don't get me wrong, if it was me, I'd be angry, I'd be raged, I want you, I want you to, to go to hell. I just I want all the horrible things. I will say that that was a completely different approach. I I disagree. I just totally I think that us as black people we've been conditioned to forgive white people faster than they have been conditioned. Now, what I would like to say, or what I would like to point out, very important, is that, um, and I think, I was actually watching an episode of The Daily Show the other day. in our spaces, like they don't make us feel comfortable in their I was watching an episode of The Daily Show the our way to try to make them feel comfortable in our All own the spaces. Time. Like, I, when will white people <laughs> go out of their way to help black people? They don't. Not all of them. Some of them, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that, let's not go there. Let's not go there. We not all, right, but right. I'm just speaking. Right. Majority, a lot of white people do not care about black people. They don't go out of their way for black people. Anybody who voted that's, for, to be honest, to be honest with, anybody who voted with Trump doesn't care about black people. Well, yeah, that's that's a given. Of course, that's a definite given. Okay. I think it's about, I think for me, it's more about, it's not about the fact that she shouldn't get a sentence or how people treated her or whatever that may be. What I would want from our society is more understanding on the other side. The hugging, the caring, the, all that stuff that you say you want to do. When the black guy goes up the creek, when he gets sentenced, I want to see that compassion exactly. on that side. But I don't want to see her get a different sentence. I don't want to hear her get slapped in the face. I don't want to see him get spit in her face. I want to see more of that compassion when a black person is up on that stand. That's what I want. Do you think that will happen anytime soon? I said I want to see it. I didn't right. say it was going to happen. I, but I don't. But what is the solution? What is the solution to become fuck you all the time? Like what are we doing? But no. I don't think it has recognize, to be a fuck you. Recognize our condition. Been, I forgive you and stop at that. It's just the, the continuation. It's like y'all are forcing it. I just want to give her a hug. Right. Please. <laughs> Please. Her face just look like well, a groveling slave, man. Lisa, what are they called? We're calling this uh, white women tears. Yes. They're magical. They're magical. Oh, my God. The thing is, she didn't even have tears, though. It was just a red scrunched up face with nothing even coming down. Yeah, yeah. It, you know. It's, it's just, I can't get with it. I'm not feeling it. And and, and uh, how do you guys feel about her punishment? I didn't think 10 years. 10 years enough. for murder? Well, five years, because it's five years. I, I got my, my man, my man Yusuf Salam. That's my bro. All right? Mm-hmm. One of the Central Park Five. Central Park Five. That's, that's my dude right there. Right? How much time did they serve? He's, he personally told me he served 
13 years. Damn. So, so uh, what, what, what about, uh, did you hear I'm sorry, he served about seven, but um, uh, the most cat served 13. I think you heard the, dude, the neighbor got shot in Texas. You heard about huh? that? The neighbor got shot in Texas. Yeah. Awesome James neighbor. Yeah, 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 and he was the like a he was a key witness. witness. He was yeah. a key he was witness. Trial. I don't know the, the details of that. Yeah, because it just happened. So I mean, of course, people are speculating I'm not that a, I'm it not was a, the the cops and a revenge hit. I'm not that guy. But I did read that actually he might have been involved in some gang activity, and the rival gang is using this opportunity to blame it on the cops because if they were to shoot him now then people are like oh the cops and amber got this child did it or you know all that or whatever but i heard that it. It interesting spin on that yeah a black man is dead yeah. another black man another one mm-hmm. for testifying mm-hmm. for a crime that he saw he wasn't a snitch because he didn't he wasn't uh an active participant in that crime as we discussed with the takashi 69 he was just a witness right right yeah so, um... Damn, so that's pretty fucking heavy. Do you guys know what post-traumatic slave syndrome is? Yes. You know what that is? Yes. Okay. Do you, tell do, us, though. Do, tell the studio tell, audience, the people who don't everybody. know. I tell Joe po- Collins. So, post-traumatic tell slave syndrome is coined by uh, uh, a doctor. The phrase was coined by Dr. Joy. What's her name? The, the Joy... You don't the, even know. Gary? Don't I don't know how to pronounce her name. Her name is... Geiger... No, it's like the Gary or something like that. But anyway, she wrote a book. She did a study on on on, on the on post traumatic slave syndrome. And basically, what it is is the traits that we carry in life. A lot of the things that we do mentally, physically, things that we eat, the food that we eat, is all um, something um, that is traced back through these four hundred years of, of servitude in the United States. What is that? What is that line that uh, that they always say, Harriet Tubman? The Harriet Tubman quote. But I would have saved more if they had I would have freed more slaves if they, were, they knew that they were slaves. They were slaves. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So even today, when you look at a lot of this crime and a lot of slave mentality in our community, it's because of post-traumatic slave syndrome. Like, right? right, so whipping your kids, that that's something that we learned from slavery. We learned whipping was a punishment. So you whip your kids, you beat your kids. That came down, something that passed down from a slavery. But sometimes them kids need to get whooped up. I was about to say, I was waiting for someone to say, I was going to say it. I'm going to interrupt. I have a couple of friends who are immigrants and they strongly believe in corporal punishment. Yeah, they were slaves as well. But, they just weren't weren't American I was about to say, I was about to say, slavery is is not (laughs) an American problem. Yeah. You know? They were slaves too. However, however, getting your ass whooped is a human tradition and we see what getting your ass see there's three levels there's timeout there's knockout and then there's there's joker trauma (laughs) okay so i'm somewhere in between knockout and timeout you get an ass whooping you you i got my ass whooped a couple you get your ass whooped and i i i don't know okay it may I don't know about the roots with the slavery and the slave mentality on the ass woman, but I do know that timeout don't work. Timeout does right, work. I, I think it's a combination. It's a, it's a, a, it's a balance combination. between Yeah, women. man. It's a combination. Well, LD, uh, I didn't, I, I, you know, he got like four whoopings in his life and they were like years apart. He about to get another whooping too, the way he rolling his eyes. 
Nah, I mean, he he has a different memory from the ass woman. I but they were I got whooped in that. He got. He, I could count four times where I put my hands on him, and it was like years apart. It was like one at five. That was building up. One at ten. Up time. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. It wasn't like. I, I have a question. Do you think our um, diet is... Po- it's post-traumatic slavery? Oh, God, the shitlings yeah. and the fried chicken and the, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going with, yeah. Nah, Hell nah. yeah. I went raw. I went raw once. And emotional shit. So we were we conditioned. Raw. Yeah. So the, Not the, like what that. happened with Botham Jean, shut up. It, it was delicious, nutritious, oh, and I lost 30 pounds. <laughs> I went, what? I, I told her I went raw. How was it? Get your mind out the gutter. So with Botham Jean's brother, who was seen on the stand, groveling and and just a macerator, that is a that's a direct product of post-traumatic slave syndrome. There was a time in slavery where your family member might have been sold away, might have been murdered, might have been whipped by the slave master that you had to look in his face every day afterwards you learn to forgive them for the atrocities that they did to us for raping our mothers raping our sisters killing our fathers and our and our brothers so is it just about do you think post-traumatic slavery or do you think also it's about the brainwashing of christianity that's part that's part of slavery right so do you think christianity essentially is I think, but I think it's all mixed in one because because right. slavery, Christianity was used by by slave masters right. to to uh, train slaves. That's what Nat Turner did. His job was to go from plantation to plantation and to use the Bible to bring disobedient slaves in line through his words in the Bible. But instead, he inspired them. He used the words to inspire them because the, he witnessed atrocities on these plantations. Right. So he used his words from the Bible to rise up. But they wanted him to use the words from the Bible to make slaves. Well, uh, let's give a quick pause to our sponsor, Jesus. Um, I'd like to thank Jesus for, you know, they were like, no, no, use the book for evil. And Jesus was like, nah, nigga. Nah. <laughs> Shout out, oh. shout out to my Jesus yeah. uh, followers. My hair is like, whoa. You know what I mean? <laughs> shout out to all, 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 all the followers. Michael Evans. The prophet. Shout out, to, yeah. shout out to all my Jewish brethren and sisters. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all. Um, to, uh, every uh, religion what is out this, there. Shout out to my people who follow uh, um, um, Zeus. There's nobody shout who follows Zeus. Shout out to all of y'all. I don't follow Everybody. Zeus. There was a time when people thought it was blasphemy for you to say anything bad about Zeus. 300 years from now, they're going to be saying the same thing about Christianity. There was also a time when there was a guy with the exact likeness of Zeus that people worship as their Oh, wait, that's right now. That's Christianity. Yeah, that's Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with the beard was totally Zeus. Wow. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to just draw Zeus touching Whoa. The toga, and we're like, oh yeah, that's well, God. I don't now. want to get into. Uh, listen, I don't that's want to. I want to move deep. I want to move on to the next subject, but I do want to. There's a lot of shit to touch on. Something that me and LD were, were talking about the other day about Christianity. Oh my god, that's gonna be a heavy. One. We were talking about how ridiculous the notion 
that Adam and Eve was the first people on the planet. And then all of a sudden, after that, they had population on the planet. Well, I mean... That means Eve was fucking her son. <laughs> or, 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 we were all microorganisms, blah, 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 Darwin, science, science. Right. So I, I'm a science person. So am I. Yeah, so yeah, 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 so am I. Yeah. But we we'll get into that later. Yeah. All right, that's okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's but, a but no thing. disrespect to the people who follow um, Jesus. So watch. Okay, segue, segue, segue. Religion. Okay, let's let's segue into this now. Religion. Right. Uh-huh. Right. 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 Midi chlorines cells. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. The Fourth. Okay. okay. Star Wars. Okay. Do you have, like, like what? If you have I'm a, trying to, I'm trying to say wait. If you had a lot of midichlorians in your blood, you were a Jedi. Yes. The long, the strong with. Just go with it. I'm just trying to change the subject. Uh-huh. Okay. Because <laughs> if we go down the Christianity route, right. it's going to be a two-hour oh, podcast. Absolutely. I, oh, I know. Absolutely. I know. Hey, listen, great, great, uh, great uh, conversation about Amber Geyer, or uh, Geiger. Excuse me. Um, we're going to go into our second sponsor, um, the Green Laundress. Um, this product is great. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, we've been conditioned to use a lot of uh, chemicals in our, in our products. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, Down with uh, the Coke Brothers. But this is a totally clean and green product. Unless Charmin decides to become a sponsor and then yay, Coke Brothers. Shout out to the Green Laundress. <laughs> shout out. I want to give a huge shout out to the Green Laundress. It's a eco-friendly, multi-purpose cleaner. It is something that you can use for everything. You can kind of like clean the stove, you can clean almost anything. Stains out of a carpet, on your sofa. But I like to use it like a Febreze type of situation. So in the morning, I don't use irons anymore. I sold 20th century, I don't use irons anymore. I take my clothes, I normally take my clothes and I put it in the dryer and a spritz, little spray, just so I can get a little moisture inside the dryer so it can knock out my wrinkles. And close the dryer, and there we go. And then I let it rock, and then, you know, we going green, baby. We going green. Peace. All right, and we're back. Yes, we're back to talk about for another friends. white episode. Cace, but Sace? Sace. Sace. Episode Sace. Yep, you say shit. Sace. I'm supposed to be learning some Spanish too. I'm going to Mexico for 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 a wedding. So we're going to talk about clueless actress. Mm-hmm. Another white woman, right? Another Stacey white Dash. woman. Stacy Dash. What do y'all think about Stacey Dash? Without, without what happened, let's let let's talk about as a person. What are your thoughts on Stacey Dash? Uh, misinformed, clueless, <laughs> unintended. Um, black girl lost. Yeah. Okay, lost. This is this is irony. This is this story is irony. So Stacey Dash, who was recently arrested for domestic abuse, uh, was listed as a white woman. <laughs> on the arrest form Stacey Dash's video from the arrest in which the in which Dash is visibly upset <laughs> at one point the officer strikes up a conversation with Stacy, asking where she's from and what she does for a living Stacy reveals that she's an actress at starting Clueless 
She is that really her final claim to fame? She said that. I, li- I watched the that's video. That's her big no, video? Yeah, I know. I know oh, she said final? it. I'm saying, like, for real, that's it? She like, also makes a note uh, of her stint in oh, political yeah, correspondence okay. on Fox. She said, I'm also a correspondent on Fox. Yeah, she. So that's it. Yeah. Okay, I'll get okay. I'm um, once again, I don't agree with this with, with whatever you guys are going to say. I'm just opposing it for the sake of opposing it, not necessarily saying I agree because no, I want to make sure that there's some, I want to make sure there's a conflict here. But okay, first so, of all, Stacey Dash is we had a conversation about uh Candace Owens. Stacey Dash is like Candace Owens' mentor. <laughs> oh man, there's a whole they did multiplying, yeah, yeah. So, Stacey Dash, you know, and the worst. The, the worst, the most depressed, well, I'll get into my opinion about Stacey Dash, but the thing that I will say is that, I will say this to the clueless, is if you have a hit, if it was a hit, doesn't matter when the hit was. If that's your thing, then that's your thing. I'm not going to fault that. You know, it's like, I'm not going to fault Fred Williamson, who still talks about black boy station stuff he did in the 70s. I'm not going to be mad at J.J. Evans. I got other reasons to be mad at J.J. Evans. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be mad if, you know, you... Lauren Hill is still talking about the miseducation of Lauren Hill. An album is 20 years, 20 years old. So I'm not, huh? It is time. Uh, well, I got my problems with that too. But I will say some this. Some of those songs have actually aged badly. You yeah, you got to listen to them again. They're not yeah. really. But so the point is, that, the point that, of it that, is that, that song, that, that, that album was special to me. LD was just born at that time. All right, so you, so you had I listened to that album, that album a lot. When he was in his it's little rocky thing right here, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's Zion. But Zion. Zion was a strong song. That thing would not be released in 2019. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would be me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> me too. But the point of the, the point of it is, you know, I will not fault her for being. If that's what she's known for, is this clueless? Tamak from uh, Bruce Leroy from uh, from uh, from from Glass Dragon. He done a lot of other stuff, but everybody knows Bruce Leroy, so you know it's whatever. You know? No other stuff. No other stuff. So, so I would and I personally, I would, no, you said a lot of stuff, man. I have, name a movie. Uh, the one that came out last year, it's an indie film. It was at the Urban Action Showcase. I don't know the name of it. So, thirty-five years later, he made another film. Oh, he wrote a book. I feel like a biography or whatever. Look, I don't met the guy. He's in good shape. I don't. Know. <laughs> Look, the point I'm trying to say is, if you got your oh, thing, you got your thing. I'm not mad yeah, at Stacey yeah. Dash for that. I would love to be a one-hit wonder rapper and have a song 20 years from now, and they're like, "You're the girl that made that one song." Yeah. And like, right, yeah. Right, yeah. But no, I legit was asking because I didn't know like was clueless it. Was probably she, there was probably she, some she other things. Video, all fall yeah. She was in a lot of King magazines before she. But you gotta understand, Dame Dash, that's her, that's his first cousin. Yeah, Dame Dash. That's when she was record. really black at the time. Right. She was yeah. black. She All was a cover of like Vibe and yeah. King magazine. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, there was some lonely nights. Dash just beat the shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of beat my she, shit. She fucked around and, 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 <laughs> and, and uh, became a black Republican. Yeah. And what? And the thing about yeah, it, it's a gradual right. change because wait, what? That's a turn off. What? Oh, you over here getting woke? I'm over here talking about you know beating his knees. Yeah. You remember? He beat his meat to Stacey Dash. Yeah, who didn't? Not me. I did. <laughs> yeah, you was bad. You was bad. Stacey Dash was bad though. She was bad. I don't know, man. Honestly, she got I bad. I looked up to Stacey Dash only because she was like that one black girl in Clueless. So it was like, dang, Stacey, like yeah. you fell off. Like, what happened? Yeah, what happened, man? Put my dick away. 
I was like, nah, I can't, I can't fuck with this. The thing about it is, she I would really, not do it now. She really, she really has some no, self-hate. No, no, not because she, she's well, because she well. listens to herself. I can't get with the ideals. The ideals are eternal. White woman on the police report. It's like every time I look at Stacey Dash, I just see Mitch McConnell. So I think the police came out and said that they accidentally did that. She didn't do it. That's what they said. Mm, wait, I read what? an article. That's, that even, bad. Made, That's even worse. I mean, so right. You, it's you, not that it's so bad. You, you, but. So, like, you, like, to, to the point where you portray yourself as a white woman, they they thought you were white. Right. And she's clearly brown. Right. Clearly brown. Well, maybe it was dark. <laughs> but wait, hold on. I want to know what led to getting arrested. It's it was domestic, domestic abuse. She had a fight with her. So, this is what she said. Mm hmm. She got into it with her husband. Mm-hmm. He's a white man. He was abusing her somehow, some shape or form. She called police. Oh, and then she, she, had, he had some scratches on his arms. The, his kids told the police that she was the violent one, Ooh. and they arrested her. They turned on they, they, his they, white they, kids. His white kids. You there's see how lot, again, a lot of, turning on us again. Yeah. <laughs> told you, see, they quit to. T- she did it. The black lady did it. See how that goes? See, the war break out. <laughs> See, I'm light-skinned, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Crazy. Like me. We're going to slide into nerd news, as we do. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, that yeah. So, uh, first, first I want to talk about Mark Hamill, then we'll, we'll jump into the This is a great segue, yeah. So, um, Mark Hamill, everybody knows who Mark Hamill is in this room? Skywalker. Yeah. All right, so he portrayed Luke Skywalker in the epic story of Star Wars. Is it not the George you're looking for? Yo, that that score. Classic. John Williams and London Civil Orchestra, man. Oh, like, that was my childhood, man. Classic. Anyway, Jamila looking at us like, what the hell? This ain't Harry Potter. Glasses. Anyway, like, anyway. She had Harry Potter glasses, too. Mark, Ham- <laughs> Mark Hamill played, played Luke Skywalker, who right. was the, the, the main character in Star Wars, right? Right, right, right. Um, apparently, um, Ivanka Trump. Ivanka Trump mm-hmm. tweeted this picture right here. It was a picture of, um, what? What was it? It was like it was like a shot of like a. It, it was a shot of her and Jared in a tuxedo with her her, her son mm-hmm. dressed in a in a dope ass uh, stormtrooper goddamn outfit, and she posted it and it was like uh, the force is strong in my family. And then Mark Hamill replied, "You misspelled fraud." <laughs> Mark Hamill is a is a. Oh shit. Mark Hamill. Oh, so there's a couple things about to unpack on this, okay? For 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 our people who aren't in the Star Wars like that. So yeah, Star Wars is a galactic a space drama. It's about an imp. It's about an evil empire, galactic empire, and about these rebels trying to stop it. Yeah. So does that sound like something politically familiar? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. a lot it's of all about was, politics, right? Yeah. Senator Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about politics. Yeah, and so so and and the, the funny thing about it is. Mark Hamill, which is a huge liberal, is always battling the Republicans on Twitter. I follow him on Twitter. He's a really awesome guy. One day I hope to meet him. Um, and he that actually makes me want to watch Star Wars. It's really, it's really good. What's crazy is the Republicans 
who try to kind of twist the story to make it look like the Democrats are the bad guys. Barack Obama is Darth Vader. I don't get that. But, the you know, it's funny how they try to play. And, and I know this is entertainment, but again, we said this off camera. There are a lot of situations where art imitates life, life imitates art. And this is an example of the hero's journey and about stopping a major threat. And what does that sound like? Right. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So there uh, was another another uh, Brian J. Jones. He, he, he tweeted, the farce is strong in this family. And then there was a follow-up. Wonder if the concerned people in this thread waging their fingers at uh, at uh, Mark because a kid is in this forest. So basically, they're coming at Mark. They came hard at Mark. So the trolls on the internet didn't like the, the Republican trolls on the internet. They, they didn't like that Mark Hamill was coming at a child. He wasn't coming at a child. He was coming at a corrupt-ass family. A child was in the picture. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Where were these motherfuckers last week when, when Greta was getting beat the fuck up by everybody. Right. They was talking big shit about that girl. Doesn't she have like... Uh, dyslexia or something? Yeah, ADD something. or something yeah. like that? I think she might be on the spectrum. Right. She's like on the spectrum. spectrum. Yeah, like, wow. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And people She's retarded. We can't say that, though. Don't say the R word. That I know that was cool. last week. Last week we said we couldn't say retarded, so I'm just bringing it back to oh, last okay. week. <laughs> Thank you, Jamila. Now I gotta blur out her face and change her name. Hey, and this you know, if you know what You should have seen her face. It was like, who, me? Yeah, you. No, no I want that reaction. I don't do the R word. No, I don't do the R word either. <laughs> we were just discussing how the word, yeah, we can't say those words that we used to say back in the days. We blah, did. Blah, 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 you know what I'm okay, so, so, so anyway, Mark Hamill uh, also did a great job as, uh, as, uh, as, as my next subject, um, the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark Hamill was also, did you ever watch Batman the Animated Series, Jamila? Or do you know about it? I do know about it. So Mark Hamill, who is the uh, you know lead character in Star Wars, the Star Wars franchise, uh, it was many years later. I really got into voice acting. Mm. You know, I love microphones voice. That's actually how I got into hip hop. Mm -hmm. And one thing I love about voice acting was um, learning about who was behind the characters and how they manipulated their voice. One of which was Mark Hamill, who played the Joker. Mm. And why you know I wanted to bring it up because Joker just came out, and uh, I wanted to break down a couple of things that I got at, got out of the movie without spoilers. No spoilers. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. So one thing I wanted to say uh, about that, and I think this also ties into a lot of the the tears in society and stuff. Joker is a is a they they view Joker in this movie as a tragic character because his backstory is so bad, and it hints at certain things that happen. It's not a spoiler if you've ever read a comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I, true. I'm glad they're finally. They really are, and and what what's great about that is um, this is about a character who had a really, really bad day. I'm not going to go into details, but let's just say that, you know, some really fucked up shit happened to him. And so it's a it's a catalyst to make him snap. And a lot of it has to do with racism, classism, you know, um, the, the upper crust looking down on, on people beneath them and then how people react to that. I thought it was done extremely well. And that's my spoiler free review is like, go see that damn movie. Go see Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't think it's and don't and it's not a comic book movie. I'm gonna wait till it comes on one of my Netflix or 
Amazon or it's worth it. It's worth it. It's Wu Tang Saga blockbusters, man. It's Wu Tang blockbusters. Yeah. You only damn, go damn see you Asian movies. Then you're gonna go to Alaska because there's like one more blockbuster. Than no, Alaska. really. Blockbuster. One more blockbuster. Let's go to blockbuster. It's in Alaska. The last one closes. I don't, I don't know. No, it's like a, it's like a museum up there. No, oh, I only go see blockbuster movies, not blockbuster videos. <laughs> <laughs> No, I only go to the movies if it's a blockbuster. Nah, this joint, this joint, let me tell you, you ever seen Taxi Driver? It's too late. Did I see Cash Taxi? I'm walking here. Yeah. This hey, is, I'm walking here. This is Taxi Driver. Okay. That's how good it is. Taxi. And Robert De Niro's in it. Okay. De Niro's in it. Uh, they they reference a lot of Martin Scorsese films. By the, by the way, Gotham City is in New York City. Uh, it is. It, it, it definitely wasn't this one. Try to tell you what it is, man. You want to drive your... It was in Chicago. Chicago and Christopher and Chicago. No, it was it's Chicago. This is what I got to deal with every week. You see this? Gotham City. New York City. Gotham City is another way to say New York City. That's we, just, we discussed we, that. We know we discussed that. that. When you, I was just talking about where it was filmed. In the, in the newspaper, they referred to our city as Gotham City. In Daily News and the Post, all that they refer to New York City as Gotham. Then explain how they were Gotham. Gotham. Then why they was Gotham? Gotham then in the 1960s and the and the Adam West Batman, Gotham City, Gotham City was L.A. What? Well, explain that. I don't know what. That was Hollywood. New York. So you not so now you now you referencing the Adam West Batman. Right. The Adam West Batman. Holy real shit, Batman. The yeah. Adam West Batman. We yeah. can go there too now. I love Adam West Batman. I did too. I love Adam West Batman. Remember when he was? Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, that's your one. Remember that, remember that uh, episode? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was the Pharaoh. He had a dance-off? He had a dance-off. Yeah, that's Pharaoh. how he got out of So this was the premise of that, 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 uh, that show. Every episode, Batman and Robin got into some shit that they was about to get killed mm-hmm. for. Either were laying on sword in half by a giant saw, d- dumped in some acid, blah, blah, blah. Every episode, but it always ended with a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. Next week. Same Bat Channel. Same Batman. Well, Batman, right? Right. So there was one episode where they had to get, and they come back to the next episode and they open up and they, and Batman gets off his utility belt and he pops open his utility knife and he cuts the rope and he gets in time. He gets out of time, right? It's entertaining. But this episode, how they got out of whatever they had to get out of, he had to hypnotize the the captive leg. The person that had him captive was a female and he had to use the the dance. Use his bat eyes. And he hypnotized. Adam West was a good-looking man back in the day. And, and that's how he got out of it. It was hilarious. But that, it was cheesy. That Batman series was really was cheesy. But the point is, the city was definitely not New York in that one. That was that. But we're talking about the real comics. So Gotham City is New York City. All right, all right, that's all right. widely known fine, that Gotham City is New fine, York City, bro. Fine. And Spider-Man is in New York City. And Superman is the Daily Planet is in New York City. No, that's Atlanta. What's Atlanta? Metropolis is Atlanta. No, it's not. It is. It is. Look at at the map. Metropolis and and Gotham cannot be the same city. It's two different. It's two different. How are going to be universes? It's going to be New York and New York. Nah. Nah. All right. So, yeah. So all we all us nerds up here. No. 
Superman is a DC Comics. It's yeah. not Marvel. So they have their own universe. They Marvel. can say New York City is a setting. <laughs> but they, but New York City, but, no. But, Metropolis but Metropolis and Gotham cannot exist no. in the they same are They're not the city. same. It's they're separate cities. They're separate universes. DC no, Comics not. does Superman. Marvel does ba- Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. DC Comics does do Batman. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. It was But I appreciate you realizing that. Right, I go. Yeah. Like, did you? you <laughs> but Spider Man is definitely New York City. Yeah, that's Moon. That's he's New from York Queens. City. That's New York City. He's from Astoria. From Metropolis in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. All right. We out of here, gentlemen and ladies. As usual, we thank you for listening and watching our illustrious podcast. Like and subscribe. And tell your friends and your family and your loved ones and your Batman fans and your Superman fans and your Spider-Man fans and your Transformer fans and your Star Wars fans. And your non-Star Wars fans. Which we're going to turn into Star Wars fans. <laughs> which we always turn into Star Wars fans. May the Force be with you. No, may the Farce be with you. May the Farce be with you. <laughs> hey, um, we're going to end as we do every week uh, with my man Barry. Uh, if you're tired of uh, internet trolls fucking with you, Wait till you see him in person so you can punch him in a fucking face. No, no, no violence, man. Barry. Hug them. (laughs) Forgive them and hug them. If you're tired of arguing with strangers on the internet, try talking with one of them in real life.